Coming up next on The Voice of Alabama Politics, our special guest is Katie Boyd-Britt, President and CEO of the Business Council of Alabama. Also, the V-Team takes a look at death threats, and the legislature wants to be in charge in times of crisis. Conspiracy of Fools. All this and much, much more coming up next on The V. where we tackle the tough issues so you have the hard facts. I'm your host, Bill Britt, and today I'm joined by Susan Britt, research guru extraordinaire, and Josh Moon, investigative reporter and columnist for APR. Welcome. How's it going, guys? Good. How's it going with you, Josh? Oh, not bad. Hey, listen, if at any point my hair dye starts to run down my face, y'all let me know, okay? (laughs) Hair club for henchmen, right? There we go. (laughs) I tell you, some good news this past week. Governor Kay Ivey appointed uh, State Senator Cam Ward to be the head of pardons and paroles. And Josh, as you wrote, nobody's complaining about seeing a man of that caliber heading up our Alabama Department of Pardons and Paroles. No, no, they're really not. And it's so, uh, it's so rare that you have a, an appointment like that to what has become a, a, a fairly controversial position in this state, given the, the status of our prisons uh, and the status over the last few months of our pardons and paroles board uh, under the leadership of, uh, you know, hang them high, Charlie Graddock over there. Uh, but, it, you know, I, I think with, with, with Cam coming in, you, you get a person who, who people can talk to uh, who is who understands uh, the issues that are going on? Who has been uh, intimately involved in correcting a lot of those issues and trying hard to be a voice uh, for humanity? Uh, you know, a, a voice of, of re- you, know, you know, he's not gonna he's not gonna take a soft line on crime. You know, for God's right. sakes, he's not gonna do that. But there's a difference between being you know uh, punishing people for the crimes that they commit. And then being overly punitive to people uh, to the point uh, of it being, you know, unnecessary and unhelpful for society. And I think that's where we are now. And I think where Cam can take us to is is a much better place. Susan, you and I have known Senator Ward for a long, long time. Long time. time. I'm very pleased with it. I am going to miss him in the Senate because he's such a voice of reason. But I think, like Josh has said, he knows these subjects. He understands overcrowding. He understands the issues that face our prison systems. And I think you couldn't have found a better person to actually take this position. And, and, and the other thing about uh, Senator Ward is that he has championed so much of the criminal justice reform in Alabama, the prison reform in Alabama. I mean, if you had to pick one guy 
who'd done so much. It's him, while other people, Judge uh, Representative Jim Hill, Bennett Wright, you can name a dozen of them. But Cam Ward has always been out front, Josh. Oh, yeah, he has. And, uh, you know, and that's, you know, that, that's not a rewarding position either. You no, know, that's not. something that you do because you care about the human element that's taking place, you know, that, that, that's involved in this. And and I think that, you know, because there's, there's no upside, especially for a Republican in this state. Uh, right. To take on criminal justice reform, you know, it's it's a headache. It's a fight constantly. It's it's made you know made up ads against you constantly about you know what you're doing, releasing criminals and things like that. So it's a uh, there was no upside for him in doing it except for he could sleep at night and knowing yeah. what the, the good that he's done. And I'll tell you, someday somebody will write the full account of what Cam and, and Bennett Wright and Jim Hill have done for for the state mm-hmm. and uh, it. Uh, people won't believe it. Yeah, it's been it's been quite amazing. Well, uh, you know, as soon as uh, the announcement was made, uh, or before it was officially made, the rumor mill and the chattering class around Montgomery were going crazy, Susan, about the speculation of a former uh, state representative, April Weaver, running for that seat. I think it would be fantastic. She's great. She's got a head full of knowledge of how the Senate, I mean, how the legislature works and has great relationships in there. I think the way that that she was treated previously uh, was atrocious, and I think she deserves another chance at it, and I just love to see it. Yep, well, we, uh, she is right now working, uh, she's a Trump appointee for HHS, uh, but that will be coming to an end soon, despite what it appears today. And uh, she, according to the Hatch Act, cannot be involved in politics right now. But we hear from very reliable sources that she, if it's right, she will throw her hat in the ring. And, and I think it's a good call. I really do. Uh, yeah, you know, it, uh, it could certainly be worse. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can think, I can think you know, of several people around there that we could make it worse, you know. You know, it's a yeah. Republican district that's been drawn that way. And, and you're yeah. going to have a Republican. So having a smart Republican especially a smart female Republican, could be very helpful. You know, mm-hmm. there is not a single female Republican in the Senate right now. Nope. It is all not white men. Since Harry uh, Ann left. Yeah, well, she was an independent. She was an independent, but before that she was a Republican. Yeah. But yeah. not not since Harry Ann left have we had a female on, on anything but a Democrat as a female. Right. They've got it's four. weird to think that uh, it's weird to think so much stuff is screwed up with all white men running it. Huh. Yeah, <laughs> it's really hard to figure out, isn't it? Well, this yeah. may have to go into the next segment too, but I want to get to, you know, our our health professionals are saying that we are borderline out of control, and then Doctor, uh, uh, the the head of the hospital association association mm-hmm. yesterday, came out and said, no, we are out of control Dr. with COVID nineteen. Doctor Williamson mm-hmm. said we are out of control right now. It's getting worse and worse and worse by the day, Josh, and people are not taking it seriously. No, it's uh, it's not, you know, and it's uh, I think people heard the news about a vaccine coming relatively soon. Um, and, you know, I think that uh, everything went out the window at that point and and they're really forgetting, you know, how serious this thing can be in a very short period of time. And, uh, you know, especially with Thanksgiving coming up, you know, we got to you know, that's, that's going to be some hard times, I think, if people continue down this road that they're on. Well, even if it gets approved and FDA emergency approval, there will only be uh, combined Pfizer and Moderna, only 22 million 
doses available mm -hmm. uh, right now. 22 mm -hmm. million is a drop in the bucket and a vaccine will not save you if you're dead. You know, right. once you've got the disease, it, right. a vaccine doesn't help. And so the, the, the thing is, wear a mask, wash your hands, stay away from folks, and, and just, just act like a responsible human being. Okay. You got something? No, go ahead. Okay, we're gonna have to leave it right there. You're watching The V, the voice of Alabama politics. For a drive later, maybe. Text some friends while I'm doing it. Scroll through social media. Kill a family four and a half on collision. Cool, man. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. If you've been working, you've already proven yourself in ways you may not even notice. Managing your time, communicating effectively, and working as part of a team are key skills that employers value. At alabamaworks.com, you can find out how to build on your experience to up your game and get the job you really want because it's out there. Start your new success story at alabamaworks.com. Sponsored by Alabama Works, the Alabama Broadcasters Association, and this station. Welcome back to The V, the voice of Alabama politics. Our very special guest today is Katie Boyd Britt, president and CEO of the Business Council of Alabama. Welcome, Katie. Hey, Katie. Hey, Susan, how are y'all? Great, great, how are you? Great, it's so nice to see you. I tell you what. It's, it's great to see you too, it's always a pleasure. I hope you all have coming well during all of this. We are. We've been hunkered down and outside of beautiful downtown Atala. We're doing great. We're nice. doing great. Hey, you, your BCA, along with your partners, has a new initiative, uh, Keep Alabama Open. And it, uh, it looks important because we have to keep Alabama open. But can you explain what this is about and what people can do to help the, the businesses around Alabama stay open? Yes. So this is a coalition with NFIB, the Retail Association, the Restaurant Association, the Trucking Association, um, and many more to say, we want to keep Alabama open and it's twofold. So first, as you know, there's been a lot of talk in the not on the national scene for the last two weeks or such about a possible na national, you know, nationwide shutdown. And so one of the things that this says is Alabamians are best positioned to make choices for Alabama. And Governor right. Ivey has made tough choices before and she can make them again. And so really there is, there is a foundational element to this to say, you know, we don't wanna be a one size, we don't wanna have a one size fits all solution. Um, additionally, I would say it's really important, we feel like to keep commerce moving and flowing and to keep people employed so that they can feed their families and, and they can make good on other obligations and they can really work to help Alabama continue to move forward. But guys, it's really important. There's a second component to this 
And that is the personal responsibility of each of us to do the things we need to do to, you know, social distance, to make sure that we are washing our hands and we're, you know, staying, staying six feet apart and doing all the things that we've kind of gotten fatigued over, I'd say, in yeah. the last several months. So it's twofold and I'd love to talk about both of them. Okay. Well, I think that's, you know, it is important that people understand we're in the middle of a pandemic. We are going in the wrong direction on cases, but it is a, there are ways to keep businesses open and safe at the same time. You meet with your members all the time. I mean, what did they say? I'll tell you, they are extremely worried, and that was part of the catalyst for this. You know, they feel like they are doing everything possible, and they understand that numbers are moving in wrong directions, but feel like they are keeping a safe environment for their employees and their customers. They also say, Bill, that if we have another shutdown, so many of them will never reopen their doors. And you have to think, I mean, people, when you open a business, you know, you take your nest egg or, or the money you're able to save up, or maybe you take out a loan to kind of realize your dream and be an intricate part of a community. And if we're going, we've got to value that and um, allow them to keep their doors open, allow commerce to continue to flow. And, and I'll tell you, they're, they're worried though, Bill, they're worried that something may happen. Um, obviously, we've seen this, this week the governor come out and say, um, I will not shut down businesses. And I'll tell you, that is giving these business owners that are hanging on by a thread, it's giving them hope, hope that they may be able to keep their head down, work hard, and get through this pandemic. One of the things that you bring up, what KIV, Governor Kay Ivey did say this week, that she planned no shutdown. She wants to keep Alabama open, as we all do. She also announced this week uh, the Revives, Revive Plus program. Uh, you know a lot about that. Can you, can you tell our viewers about that and how that too is important to keeping commerce flowing and, and other people getting the money they need right now during this pandemic? That's exactly right. I'll tell you, that is huge. And Governor Ivy really stepped up to say, I know that businesses have been, have been hurting. I think she even said, you know, I know that in this pandemic, you know, the mom and pops have been hurt um, just in a way that is far greater than almost anything else. And so she wanted to make sure that they had an opportunity to get that infusion of capital um, into their business so that they could keep their doors open. And this, so all businesses across the state, look, I mean, we were proud to partner again with NFIB and Restaurant Association really to lead the charge to have, we had 35 associations or some whatnot, and, and then also the Chambers of Commerce Association, so many chambers from across the state. And so it will open on Monday. Um, so it'll open and Monday, and then it'll go through Friday, December 4th. And, you know, they have taken a lot of the restrictions away that were originally there just to make sure that people who need this money can get this infusion of dollars to help them meet their obligations and keep people employed um, and keep our communities thriving. Uh, one of the things that you, I know you work diligently on uh, with trial lawyers is to uh, work on a package of limited liability for businesses that are doing everything they can to keep people safe during COVID-19, but still could face some potential lawsuits. That is sort of a, an amazing thing that you and your colleagues have been able to pull together with the trial lawyers across the state. 
Well, listen, and I'll say, Bill, that brings up a really good point. I think in all the things that we just talked about, keeping Alabama open, Revive Plus, um, obviously limiting liability to business owners that are working to do the right thing and keep people safe and keep their doors open. Every single one of these initiatives have not been BCA alone. I mean, BCA right. has worked alongside so many people. And that's the beautiful thing about Alabama is when our back is up against the wall, you know, we roll up our sleeves, we get with people, um, you know, that, that we need to have in the room and we figure out how do we move this forward. So I, we are proud to partner with a multitude of people to make sure that, um, that Alabamians can stay working and stay safe. Uh, with regards to the liability provision, I will say, or the liability um, executive order, we did, we worked alongside, I mean, a plethora, which is interesting because when you were trying to get just one group on the same page, sometimes that's hard, but to get so many groups on the same page is really a feat. And what that does is it makes sure that if you are keeping your doors open and you're doing everything that you need to, you know, you're doing your, you're, you're working to follow CDC guidelines and you're putting in proper protocol that you don't have to be worried about frivolous lawsuits. Um, and so we have so many business owners, um, Bill, that literally are worried about making payroll or keeping their lights on or this, that this is a way to take one thing off the table that if you are putting in those protocols and making sure you're doing everything you can to keep your employees and your customers safe, this is one worry that we can take off the table. And we were proud, Governor Ivey was the first governor to issue an executive order that included businesses. Uh, other governors had, had mentioned or had done executive orders that had medical professionals and first, first responders and absolutely it was imperative that those be included in this liability provision. But we also felt like the truckers who were moving goods and um, the people who were, were working to keep those resources available to people also needed that same type of protection and so we were thrilled the governor did that and we're hopeful to see whether it's in a special session or a regular session we're hopeful to see a piece of legislation similar to that um, pass both the the house and the senate we got 10 seconds left tell me what tell me the last thing and the most important thing on your mind at this very moment staying together being safe and keeping Alabama open. Thank you, Katie. Always a pleasure to have you. Thank you for having me. It was great to see both of you. You too. You're watching The V. Our special guest has been Katie Boyd-Britt from BCA. We'll be right back. What are you doing today, babe? I thought I'd head down the lake with the guys, do a little fishing. Of course, none of us will be wearing our seat belts. I'll lose control of the truck, wrap it around a tree, and kill us all. Okay. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation.
Welcome back to The V, the voice of Alabama politics. While the pandemic is surging in our state across the country, over a quarter of a million Americans have died. And Josh, as you wrote last week, Alabama's public health officer, Dr. Scott Harris, has to wear a bulletproof vest because people are so upset about the health orders that they, he has death threats on his life. I mean, mm -hmm. in what kind of world do we live in where health of a person who's trying to keep us safe is threatened by crazies with guns? A dumb one. Uh, I mean, you know, really, it's, a, it's the, the stupidity of people and this, this nonsense about my liberty. Oh, my God, my liberty. What are we going to do with my liberty when you make me wear this mask? You know, and, and it's just... Uh, these are the same people that pledge over and over that they'll do anything for this great country. They say, oh, this great country, I'll, I'll do anything for it. It's, it's so wonderful, this great country. But, hey, put on this mask while you go into Walmart for 15 minutes. Oh, what? You know, and it's just the insanity of the whole thing and, and watching people lose their minds because of this pandemic and watching other people spur that on for political or personal gain of some sort is it, really, it's so... It's, it's infuriating a lot of the times to, to listen yeah. to idiots talk about this, these things and to know that this guy is out here trying to save you morons and that you're threatening his life. It's just, I mean, I, I can't, it's, it's all I can do to keep it, from It's unfathomable. <laughs> it, it is, it, the brutality and cruelness of human beings is on display alongside mm -hmm. the goodness of people. I mean, Dr. Scott Harris is one of the most dedicated public servants yeah. we know. He is. And he is. that he cannot do his job without serious threat to his life, Susan, is just I mean, a shame. The virus is out of control. You've been told and told and told, and now you're threatening the guy that most cares about your health. This is insanity. It, it, just it absolute insanity. But I'm I, so disappointed. I think, Josh, you bring up a good point. And that it is people stroke these fears and they mm -hmm. stroke this false narrative about liberty. Mm -hmm. uh, you, 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 you have, we have seatbelt ordinances. You gotta wear a seatbelt. We have smoking ordinances. We have mm -hmm. them. Now, nobody's gonna track you down and find you. You know, you, you will, you know, even when they're scraping your brains off the windshield of the car, they're mm -hmm. not gonna turn around and find you 25 bucks for driving without a seatbelt. Let me light up a cigarette in the in, in the state house and see how fast they get my butt out of that. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, hey, light one up on an me. airplane, you know? Light one yeah. up on an airplane and wait for the marshals to meet you at the door. I mean, yeah. it's, it's it really is it, it's sad. You know that we that we've come to this point, and and that there are so many groups out there. You know, and there's some in this state as well that that use you know crazy science that some guy is somewhere on his computer one day made up. Uh, you know, and, and they've ignored all the actual scientists and doctors uh, to trust the guy who they knew in high school who failed science. You know, and it's just. I mean, I don't know what what more needs to be done, and I, I mean, it's a, what's a real shame is is that the virus we can't pick and choose who gets the virus, and but and limit it just to those idiots that that say these dumb things and refuse to wear masks. Yeah. It has nothing to do with liberty. It has to do with public health and the health of others. Yes, but the we we hear it from many in the legislature. They want to come back 
next session and they want to, to pass a law or a, a constitutional amendment that would take Governor Kay Ivey and the public health officers right to declare these emergency situations. They want to do this, Susan, and, and it's just a political stunt. That's all it is. It's absolutely a political stunt. A constitutional amendment takes a lot of work to get done. It's just basically a threat. Come on, nobody wants these bunch of morons in charge of their health, okay? <laughs> you just don't. They screw oh, yeah. up enough things as it is. I don't want them to have anywhere near anything to do with my health or your health or Josh's health or anybody yeah. else's. Yeah. Well, they're always trying to pass health restrictions. It's just this one they don't like. Yeah. You know, Josh, yeah, well, that's but a, really, yeah, this. This one's not doesn't have anything to do with sex in your own bedroom. So it's uh you know I, I I'll say you this the what? never before has it been said, hey you know who can solve this complicated problem the Alabama legislature. Spot on. <laughs> Spot on. Never never ever happened. Uh, I, listen right now you can't even get a group of legislators that want to come to Montgomery because they're all scared to death of getting sick. And they certainly do not want to put the safety precautions in. They're trying to put that that uh, responsibility on somebody else. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we were trying to get info out of the speaker's office and out of the pro tem's office. The pro tem's office said, uh, not our job. We're not in job. It's not our job to, to decide how we're going to down the hall. Yeah, not yeah, our job. Literally. They want to make up the rules for, for how to keep the, all of the state safe. In the meantime, they can't even keep that small building safe. You know, I mean, what, right. what are you doing? You know, just I mean, shut up. When you, when you ask them what they're planning, they literally said, that is not our responsibility. <laughs> now, I happen to know that COVID funds, you know, CARES Act money has been readily available for plexiglass, for cleaning, for all kinds of prevention that would let them bring it together, but no one's asked. No yeah. one's asked, Susan. Crazy. Yeah, and they want to be in charge of our health. Right, whatever. Right. <laughs> well, we got about uh, a minute. I want to get to what I would consider one of the richest ironies of, of the political millennium. Uh, that is that there is strong suggestion that uh, President-elect uh, Joe Biden may tap uh, Senator Doug Jones to be his attorney general. Josh, what do you think? Mm, sounds pretty interesting. I'm thinking there's going to be a lot of Jeff Session uh, accomplishments that are overturned in a very short period of time. <laughs> well, I don't think Doug's going to want to put children in cages. I think that's no. probably I'm a, quite a, a certain good thing. That. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. think he will be Bar Biden's personal attorney. No. Don't no. see that. I mean, Biden even I gets think, that, uh, too, you know. Yeah, I think a lot of those uh, civil rights investigations are going to be opened back up as well. Yeah, well, that would be excellent. Uh, whatever happens, we wish Senator Jones uh, a very, very prosperous and, and a happy life. And we also express that for all of you facing Thanksgiving. Please be safe. Wear your mask. Social distance. Don't be a dead idiot. All right. <laughs> You've been watching The V the voice of Alabama politics. You watch us because we watch them.